What's up, dude? I'm back. Episode 61 of the pod. And uh, yeah, man, now we're in the 60s. We're we're doing it. We're here. What's up? Pat yourself on the back once again, traveling on this journey with me, trying to figure this whole podcast stuff out, dude. Look, man, I, uh, there, I, I'm kind of late to this, but it's still something, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning, but so like DC, right? DC comics there. Yeah, I know. I'm starting there. Right. Cause fuck it. I, I can talk whatever I want to talk about. It's all good. DC comics to me, dude, like they are trying so hard to be what Marvel is. Or I mean, may, I mean, maybe that's been the whole thing, right? Since the comic book days, but I think they're trying so hard to get into this to, to really like land on their feet on this movie, you know, in the DC universe. And it's like every shot they take, they cannot catch a break, dude. I mean, don't even get me started on Ezra Miller, <laughs> dude. Like this guy just went off the rails. Like I thought this guy was like the nicest guy. He seemed like cool as fuck, you know, like, and playing the flash killed it, you know, and all of a sudden he just turned into a warlord, like fucking going crazy. I don't know. So, I mean, Ezra, that's a, that's a whole different thing. I mean, now that he came forward and he's like, I'm going to get help. And of course people were like, Oh my God, he's a person who's hurting. We should, ah, you know, (laughs) so we should feel sympathy for him. So now he, of course he's doing that. He's like, I need help. But before I did, I fucked up a lot of people's lives, including my own. Oh, we need to help him. Let's get him help today. And so whatever, they're going to maybe... At this point, I don't give a shit. It's at this point, I know DC kind of fucks up. They drop the ball. Like, on whatever they do, they're like, oh, yeah, we had a director, but he just got caught with, like, an ounce of coke and a hooker. So now we're not going to release the movie. But the main reason I talk about this is because everybody was everybody let me just say people who gave a shit about this not really including me but just it was worthy to talk about because every time I opened my Instagram dude it was like it was the the talk it was like but it was this whole Batgirl movie dude now let me say this let me slow it down okay Alicia Silverstone was the only Batgirl I knew right and that's fine she got it wasn't a, a huge part I know Batgirl does go well in those animated stuff maybe in the comics I don't know I'm not a big comic book guy And, uh, but the one thing I took away from this was like, sure, they canceled the movie. It was going to maybe be good. I don't know. And then they start releasing details about the movie. It's like, well, fucking there goes the movie. Now you already like low key releasing spoilers about it. So it turns out what the studio wanted to, you know, not release the movie so they can get some sort of tax break. They, um, they re- uh, they shot it, they filmed it, they did everything, and then they're just not going to release it to get a tax break, whatever. Right? People are pissed. They're like, "Oh, how could they do that?" And I wanted to like, I'm I kind of hate how oblivious people are when it comes to shit. When it comes to big corporate entities going like doing shit and people being shocked by it. Like, what do you mean? How could they do it? Because they can, dude. They got the money, and if they want to shoot a movie and waste everybody's time, look. But I'm pretty sure everybody got paid on that movie, right? Everybody got their checks, everything paid. The only thing the actors aren't going to get are, like, residuals from the movie ticket sales or whatever. Fine. It's like, you put all... I get it. You get... You put in all your hard work, all the effort, and nothing comes of it. I get that. And that fucking sucks. But also, what'd you expect? Right? Like, dude, anytime Walmart is accused of something, I'm like, yeah, of course, because they're Walmart, and they can buy their way out of a shit situation, anything they do wrong, dude, they have the money to, to get themselves out of it, there's no question, so, look, I just kept seeing the news about this, and it's not even the story itself that pissed me off, it's what people were saying and were feeling, this is what pisses me off, this is stuff that, like, I'm like, okay, hold on, there's way worse shit to worry about than just this, but, uh, the, the studio releases a statement and I didn't even read the whole fucking thing. I'm not going to do that because fucking waste of my time. The, the studio releases, uh, a statement that says we are saddened and shocked 
by the cancellation of the movie, I go, I stop right there. I'm like, Argh! hold up. Saddened, saddened and shocked. Look, you can feel those things about what happened, but that is, I would say, rewrite that shit. You know what I mean? Like, be like, look, we are f- fucked. This sucks, you know? Like, but in that tone, you know, because saddened and shocked is like somebody passed away. There was a tragedy, but they were just like saddened and shocked. Now, your boy here, from time to time, I will comment shit because I think it's ridiculous. So what did I do? I commented. Um, I said, eh, saddened and shocked is a little strong. And uh, <coughs> I felt the sneeze coming on and couldn't resist it. Did it. So I commented, I was like, oh, you know, uh, that's a little strong of a word, saddened and shocked, right, of course. Um, and uh, one thing I'll never do, I can't say that I haven't done it, but one thing I, I try now not to do is com- like argue with people in comments. All I want to do is post what I got to say and then get the fuck out of there. So I posted that, I was like, eh, a little strong of a word to use, sad and shocked, right? Uh, this is the first time you reading these comments. Maybe these people fucking got me. I don't know. So I said, saddened and shocked are a bit strong of words. L-O-L. Because I laughed out loud. Uh, one person puts, at JSLAB, laughing my ass off. When they posted that, I thought someone died. Hey, guy, we're on the same team. Appreciate you. Thank you. He has that crying face emoji that's also laughing. Uh, you, you're going to get a free t-shirt in the mail, dude. All right? Uh... <laughs> JSLab, it was a huge. Oh, dude, you know what? I just got the feeling of fucking too many Office references, but like, uh, what's his name? Andy reading off his uh, YouTube comments. Anyways, um, it was a huge opportunity for them to make it into Hollywood and to direct a bigger, a big fat caper movie is a dream come true to most young directors, especially minorities. Okay, all right, here we go, dude. Playing the fucking minority card. Your boy's minority. And that, and I don't give a fuck. Like, just go, don't bring that into it, dude. Stop. Stop with your shit. And let me get, are you white? Are you white? Let me see. I can't tell. I, you know, no, I think she's, it's a, it was a lady who posted it. And I think she's like Middle Eastern. Fine, whatever. But always with that shit, it's like, it doesn't have to be a minority thing, a racial thing. It just can be like, hey, it sucked. I get it. All right. Uh, you're not getting a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not sending you a t-shirt. Um, strong words, question mark. Imagine having your work stolen from you. They worked on, uh, on this for months. Probably laughing my ass off. Like, yes, obviously they'd be upset. Now that's pretty bold to put a laughing my ass off. Like, so I guess the way he wants to raise like, imagine having your work stolen from you. They worked on this for months, probably. ha, ha, ha. Like, yes, obviously they're upset. Like, that's how that's how he wrote it. I don't know. I don't know if he meant to put LMAO. Not proofreading this shit. You'll probably get half a t-shirt. Uh, no, yeah, that's obvious. Like, I know that, like, again, while I'm, I'm on that same theme, I get it. You're, you're bummed that that happened to you. Let's see. Imagine working with a team of thousands of people on a $90 million superhero movie. Superhero movie. For uh, over a year, only for it to be thrown out and for nobody to see when it's almost finished, anybody would be sad and shocked. Uh, I guess this one is, I mean, it's, it, it threads a line of what I'm saying. Like, yes, I get you can be upset, but whatever. Okay, but let's talk about $90 million. I hope he's not making that shit up because I can think about 90 things to do better with $90 million. Like, that's, I mean, dude, no wonder the fucking studio wanted to to write that as a tax office, uh, a tax write office, $90 million. Jesus. People in the film industry rely on their films being shown to get work. So yeah, shocked and saddened, not just for directors, but for thousands of people beneath them who just got un unceremoniously shafted. Look guys, all great points. Um, but still like I'm pretty, look, the actors, the directors, the crew, everybody I'm assuming is at the mercy of these fucking studios. So it's like, yeah, it sucks, but what are you going to do? Like, I remember Super Troopers, those guys, they wanted to make Super Troopers too. They had the script written out and everything. 
And at this point, like, GoFundMe was huge. Kickstarter was huge. So those guys went to GoFundMe and Kickstarter. Uh, I forget which one. And they said, We're, we want to make Super Troopers 2. You guys fund it, and we'll find ways for you to be a part of this film. Like, I think people who donated a certain amount got, like, producer's credits. Uh, uh, you know, and you get, like, memorabilia from the movie. I think you get to visit the set. Depending on, like, your how much you, you gave. So that was cool, and that way they get to make a movie that they wanted to do with nobody to answer for. And the more I hear about this industry talk, it seems like that's the case. It seems like a lot of, when movies get made or when shows get made, there's a lot of hands in on the projects. So it's like, yeah, of course, if they want to do that, that sucks. And it's not fair, and it's not, you know, right, but what, what can you do, dude, you're at the mercy of these big studios, or these big investors in these movies, like, everybody's all happy and fun when they're making the movie, but, dude, if it, if it goes that, I mean, shit, some movies don't even, uh, make it all the way through production, just, I mean, I'm assuming just like this one, because I, I don't know if this one was ready, I don't know if this one was finished, or if it was on the way to being finished, but either way, it's like, that shit happens sometimes, man, you know, I can't even tell you how many movies got made that nobody saw in these past two years. Like, I remember seeing trailers for movies. I was like, oh, man, this kind of looks interesting. And then I never heard from it again. And I've, evidently, some of these movies have made it out, but I've never seen it. Like, And now there's so many streaming services that big-time actors are doing stuff on there. So it's a whole different ball game now, dude. Look, Batgirl movie... I gotta say, I think it might have, it could have been good. I think it, it had the potential to be very good, but I mean, what are you gonna do with everything coming at you? I don't think we lost. I don't think we lost a, a great movie because look, I am a fan of these superhero movies. I am. I, I like that. Like I said, it's a it's a form of entertainment that kind of just lets you forget where you're at, and that's great. And I love that. But also, it's like, look, guys, we're gonna survive this. It's gonna be okay. They'll fucking make another one down the line and it'll just be fine. And, but you know, a lot of people's issues with this is like, this was a female. She was a minority. This is bullshit. It's like it, but you know what? Isn't everything, isn't everything at all time bullshit? Like <laughs> in, in a week, can't like nine things go wrong in your week. And you're like, fuck, there's only seven days in a week, but nine things are going wrong. Like shit. It's like, dude it's gonna happen, it sucks, it really does, but it's just, just the nature of the beast, you know, so, like, I don't know, I mean, I don't, I don't know fucking dick about the movie industry, but all I'm saying is, like, what made me upset was, like, the way these people talk, it's like, dude, calm down, it's gonna be okay, life moves on, you know what I mean, there's, like, way worse tragedies in this world than the Batgirl movie getting shut down, (laughs) like, I don't give a fuck if you're fat. There is way worse shit going on than the Batgirl movie getting canceled. I think you need to, I think some of these people need to take a, like a long look at their life and be like, did I need to get this upset about this? You know? Anyways. But, uh, since we're on the comic book talk, dude, I, um, that She-Hulk show premiered Thursday and I gotta say, I'm gonna say it like that meme. I don't know if it's a meme, but it's a video of that kid. He's like, I'm going to say it. I don't care that you broke your arm, dude. But uh, like when he first says, like, I'm going to say it. And then, like, the people he's talking to go, do it. Do it. <laughs> like, it amps it up so so much better because, like, they're like, oh, yeah, what are you going to say? And then he's just like, I don't care that you broke your arm. <laughs> I love that, dude. Because... He got to be, he got to say what he thought was kind of being a dick, but really was like, it was kind of like this, it's so non-aggressive, passive way of like talking shit. It was just like, I don't mind that you didn't do something correctly. Like, you know? So anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to say it, dude. It was, it was a good, it was good. It was fucking good. Um, see, look. I'm kind of negative on one side, but I'm positive on the whole female superhero movies. Come on, cut me a break, dude. It's it's all good. It's going to be fine. But no, that She-Hulk show, dude, first episode, it's great, dude. It was, it got the attention. It wasn't too campy. Like, like what was it? That Miss Marvel show. That one was, fuck, man. That one was, it was a, it was a, 
a fiend to get through. I was like, I'm just trying to keep up with this MCU timeline, fam. But like, fuck, this one is testing me, you know. And overall, dude, I give that Miss Marvel one like, as far as entertaining, I give that shit like a five, bro. It was in this case, in this number scale, it was technically in the middle, so making it a mid show, like that guy from. Um, what was it, E! Entertainment, he'd be like, uh, and when they're not lavishing in the Poconos, they'll be on a 13-foot, or 130-foot yacht, filled with full staff and furnishings for the whole, for everybody on board. So anyways, um, no, it was good, dude, it was a great show, I think it's, uh, uh, it was perfect, the writing was good, the, that, I don't know what that girl's name is, Tatiana, or whatever, who plays the She-Hulk, and, uh, killed it, dude, dude, it was already off to a great fucking start, and, uh, what I liked is they kind of addressed some stuff from, like, uh, you know, the phase one through three, uh, which was pretty cool, and some, some stuff with Endgame, um, Mark Ruff's back with a vengeance, it's, it's already a great show, man, it's, and it's crazy to see what's gonna come through that, uh, but, you know, because I, I was, th- this show was kind of redeeming, they, they got me in fucking waves right now, because I was already on the decline of, like, the MCU, I was like, eh, I don't know, what are they doing, like, Moon Knight was tight, but also, like, where does this fit in, and then Miss Marvel was kind of like, uh, mid, you know, and so then, this, but this, I've got kind of high hopes for this one, this was kind of bringing me back, I didn't even, I haven't even seen Thor yet, you know, I feel like I'm not really missing anything yet, and, um, I felt like they just wanted to do Thor because it was like, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's time for like another Thor movie. Okay, let's fucking can anybody shit one out real quick? Like, and Taika Waititi's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm done having threesomes. I can, I can do it. You know, I'll do it. And so, you know, it, I'll watch it. But it's just it kind of felt like that, you know. But uh, I've got high hopes for this one, dude. It looks it looks pretty good already, and. um so, and I, I, dude, I love the fourth wall breaking, kind of like Deadpool, um, it, I've always, dude, I, you know, and I didn't realize it till now, but I'm kind of a big fan of the fourth wall breaking stuff, because, like, especially in movies, like, the big short does that, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, those types of movies where, like, they stop and explain stuff to the camera, I fucking love that, that's like, I, I don't know why, but, especially, well, dude, in the big short, you need that especially because it's about the housing crisis, and if you were ever going to get a point across about something so, like, dull and just so much information, that was the best way to do it. Like, they would take breaks and kind of explain it to you in a certain way that kind of was digestible. I've seen that movie probably ten times, and I'm barely kind of understanding what, that, what, the, home, what the housing crisis is. Tenant makes more sense to me than the housing crisis. And that's saying something, dude, because when I watch Tenant, dude... It's like I was watching it with the eyes in the back of my skull, watching myself watch it. I don't know if that made sense, but try to picture that. Like, Tenet was so, I was like, it was, dude, I was Austin Powers just trying to explain time travel. I was like, so they go back into the past, but I see myself in the future. Does that technically make myself, you know, it's just, it's just so much. But, uh... I just love that fourth wall breaking style. Like they're just kind of talking to the camera, explaining stuff. Real, I, I I like that, and this show does that. So it's uh, it's uh, I mean, I guess the show does it obviously because the comics did that. She would like uh, turn in the comics, I guess, uh, turn to the the uh, the reader and like explain some stuff. I don't know, but uh, overall, dude, I, I I'm I'm excited to see where that show goes. And then um, not too bummed that Batgirl didn't happen, but but what about the minorities? It's like it's it'll be fine, dude. They just released a show called This Fool, and it's all it's all minorities, bro. So there you go. There's your cat, you know. And dude, you know, like, do we do it to ourselves? Do we like put ourselves in boxes like this? Like Hulu, Netflix, all this stuff. They're like Latin, Latina, and Latin voices. It's like, yeah, but I don't watch movies like that. I don't. When I go to sit and watch a movie, I don't go to the Latina, Latin, uh, Latino voices movie. I go, what am I in the mood for? Let me tell you something. It's the same fucking 15 comedy movies that I'm, I'm really, like, used to seeing, you know? It's like Dodgeball, Step Brothers. These are 
you know, just a few examples. They're not my golden ones, but like I go to those just because it's like, oh, it's comfort. I'll have it in the background. I know what to expect kind of. So they're not like my go-to ones, but they're definitely, if I see it, I'm going to click on it. I don't think of like whose voice do I want to hear represented? That's not what I care about. And uh, I think I've said it before, but it's like good art shouldn't have diversity and good art should just be good art. I think, what's his name? So that's Stephen King. I don't know. Could have just made it up, made it up, pulled it out of my ass, but just, but I agree with that statement. It's like, I don't need somebody from, you know, Asian uh, Pacific Islander specific stuff. I just, hey, if they're great at what they do, people will see it and notice it. The only thing I would say to like, you know, extend an olive branch to that is like, give these people at least an opportunity to do so. It's like, let them in to see if they're, uh, you know, what, what is that saying? Like up, up to snuff or, uh, whatever the saying is, but you know, just to see if they can do it, give them the opportunity and let them run it. And if as a society, we come together and we're like, ah, this sucks or this is good. But the moment you go like, this is going to be an all Asian cast in, you know, usually specific to an Asian, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, culture, uh, movie or whatever, that's fine. But if it's like intentional to be like, we're purposely doing it like this because there needs to be more representation. I think sure. That's fine, obviously, but it's also like, let the best person for the job do the thing. Like if it's a comedy, don't put people who aren't funny in it, put funny people in. You want to sell a movie? Like, I don't know. I'm just saying like, it just should be who's the best at the art that we're pursuing, you know? Because, I mean, God, there's so many... I mean, shit, even at this, like, I, I don't need to be a part of, like, a Latin, you know, uh, radio... Or not radio, but, like, company collectively. They're like, we want to pick up your podcast because you're Latino. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I want to be good enough to be good for everybody. Like, I don't want to be specifically put in a box, you know, with some shit. Because I don't even identify as, like... Hispanic or anything first, dude. I'm like, that shit is like way in the back. Like, uh, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I want to be funny. I want to do podcasting. I just want to do what I want to do. And all that race, race and culture stuff to me for myself is I put it, it takes the back seat because I don't want to be put on that, that pedestal. Like, oh, Latin Hispanic voices. I'm like, nah, I'm JR, dude. I'm just me. So, you know. So I'm in the process of moving right now, man. We, um, we're going to be moving to another house. And, uh, dude, like, moving is such... It's, like, one of those things, like... There's a couple things I hate to do, but I know they got to get done. Like, getting a haircut. I hate sitting to go get a haircut. I don't know why. I. It's, like... Since I was a kid, I could remember, like, hating to just wait there to get my hair. It's so mundane of a thing that, like, why am I, like, why do I hate it? But as as far back as I can remember, I always hated getting a haircut. But it's, dude, it's serious. Like, I don't know. Like, I hate walking up. And then I guess it's, like, an anticipation thing because I walk up. I, I sign in just to see, like, 30 people in front of me. And then it's just, like, a waiting game, dude. It's it's that and the DMV, which is like an obvious one, and moving. Like I hate moving, but you gotta do it. It's gotta get done. Cause I don't wanna hire a moving company. I mean it's fucking expensive. That's crazy expensive. And for what we have, it's not a lot, so we can you know, it can make it happen. But uh dude, moving is just that thing that pick up your shit, put it in a thing, and then put it in another place. Like it's just I don't know, man. So, yeah, we're going to be moving, and uh, it's just like, man, I wish. It would be so convenient if somebody had a shrink gun just to shrink the shit and, like, hold it in your hand and just, like, move it and put it where it needs to go. But until then, we're doing it like this, and um, it's so funny, too, because, like, I just got unpacked for the last time we just moved. I was like, now everything's in place, and now we're gonna pack it up and go to another house but um this house that we're at now it's like i'm in in no way is this like a like a humble brag but it's just like it's a little bit too big for us like 
it's a lot like the yard is huge the backyard especially and the front yard it's it's in a it's a corner house and uh it's man like it's it's not one of the reasons why we're leaving we're we're leaving because another opportunity came up but like i'm kind of glad because dude keeping up with this lawn is insane it's it's ridiculous but so we're moving in i don't know i uh we we love the new house i just finished painting my daughter's rooms and uh yeah man like dude i was getting so nice with the brush though dude like at first uh you know you're so i well, at least i'm scared of dripping paint and all that and I covered the floors and all that good stuff but I was painting my daughter's room with like a like a wider brush and I don't think it was for like detailed painting and then dude I was doing my other daughter's room and oh I was getting so nice with it in the corners dude like fucking just smooth painting like you would think I was doing the Sistine Sistine Chapel you feel me like just fucking so nice with it you know just if if somebody could be like narrating it as i was brushing these corners like look at it just get so fucking nice with it like look at this ah you know just it was good and i figured that out later after like two beers in i was like oh this is probably why painters don't make their shit look terrible so figure that out late but dude it's a it's a nice it's a nice switch um it's a nice uh, mix up you know but just the moving part man i just want it to be done with i just want to like i just want to blink and everything's already there i I don't i don't i don't enjoy moving it's probably like and then then i get to thinking i'm like dude but there's some people who do this for a job could you imagine having to move other people's shit as a job like that would that is literally a torture like do that as don't send me to prison if i commit a crime dude be like you're gonna be part of this moving company and you're gonna pay to do it you're you'll have lunch possibly the company's big enough you'll have a vacation time and and medical but you will be moving other people's shit for whatever the sentence is 30 years i'm like dude give me the death penalty because fuck that dude it's like yeah, fuck that, you know, and ah, dropping the phone, all good, we're back, and uh, yeah, man, I don't know, so uh, I was watching this movie too, uh, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, do you remember the movie The Mist? It's probably one of my favorite, I, I love these kind of like, uh, I guess other dimension, other world creatures, right, like uh, Cloverfield, fucking one of my favorite and I know they did, like, Cloverfield Lane and, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Cloverfield Paradox, which is, like, Cloverfield Paradox is the prequel. Cloverfield is, like, the middle. And then Cloverfield Lane or something is, like, what happens after the fact. All great all great movies. Um, but The Mist, I forgot the premise of The Mist. And if you haven't seen The Mist, please fast forward to this because heavy spoilers on the way so what it is is basically like this small town there was this military base where they're experimenting with uh opening i guess a a window to another to another world but of course being humans what do we do we open a door and we let a few things in because fucking why not right and so you know now this town's experience experiencing this this mist that come in like a very heavy fog and within the fog there's these creatures and they're kind of like creatures that we have here like there's like a like like flies uh spiders uh there's some be like some sort of pterodactyl looking uh creature and it's just all very like creepy you know like obviously and but these uh creatures have enhanced uh, abilities they're just like the spiders shoot like like this sort of acid burning web so it's you know it's heightened so you know this town is stuck in a grocery store and dude the number one reason i like this movie like i've never seen lord of the flies but i get the reference of when people you know comment oh it's it went lord of the flies real quick mean but all they're saying is that like you put people in a room or in a place in a, and then add stress to that we break and we start to go at each other's throats very quickly it is probably less than five minutes when 
or 10 minutes that people start establishing who's leading, who's making decisions, who's, you know, it's very fast. And, and what I liked about this movie, even when I first saw it, was that it shows you how quick people convert and start believing truths and lies and, and just start pairing up with each other. Cause that's, that's who we are, dude. Like right now shit is like, you know, for the most part, you know, we're not facing an, uh, inner galactic interstellar sort of threat. So right now on earth versus, you know, put all the shit aside of wars or whatever. And for the most part, we're pretty civil, right. In the sense of like, we have rules, we have laws, you know, that they're set up and, you know, if you do something, you'll get punished for it eventually, whatever the case is, right? We, we, we all act under these understandings. So shit's all good. But of course, if some sort of like apocalyptic thing would happen, oh, dude, we're going to turn on each other so fast because for food, medicine, all the basic necessities are now up for grabs when they used to be a convenience. So what I liked about this movie is that like it shows you how fast that goes at first they're kind of like well we don't know let's just kind of wait it out then like little moves are made and they find out how big the threat is then it becomes all out like okay we gotta fuck we gotta hold and wait till you know this works itself out or they or somebody comes to get us you know and so it's crazy and uh it's such a dark movie too man like it's so, it's so fucked, right? Uh, there's these three like military guys that come down from the, the army base, and they know a little something that that's going on, but they get stuck in the in this grocery store with people, and uh, and uh, you know what? Two of the two of them end up committing suicide because I guess they they're living with the guilt of knowing or not being able to say anything, whatever the case is. Um. It's, it's fucking insane. It's, it shows you the truth about what human beings would do in those kind of stressful situations. It's insane, man. And, you know, more on that, like, there's a part where... And, it, and it's cool because they show you, like... They're literally showing how you, how society in this, in this grocery store collapses, right? And this bag boy who, like, ends up being, like, the fucking... Seems like he's... He was, like, low-key smart about everything he knew how to shoot like a gun he was and when i say bag boy this guy was like in his like early 40s but so he's proven to, to know more than he like leads on in the beginning he just seems to, he plays this like humble you know oh, i'm just a bag boy your local grocery store but then he ends up being sort of like a badass right so um he says something that goes like because uh, they're having a discussion about some people want to stay in the store, some people want to leave the store, and they're part of the group that wants to leave. And then he says this fucking cool thing where he's like, uh, they're basically talking about, like, I can't believe shit ended up like this between everybody here. Like, we're small towners, we know each other. And the guy's like, Well, why do you think we invented religion and laws and all this? And I was like, Fuck, bro. It's like, that shit hit. Cause it was like, Yeah, of course. Cause like, you need to keep people in order. Like, Imagine before all this shit how things were going, like, dude, a 500 years ago. Like, it was crazy. It was an all-out melee. Like, it was, you could fucking kill somebody, and there was probably a law, like, well, did he step on your property? It's like, yeah, I did, and I shot him, okay? And then he's like, well, he approached my castle, and I chopped off his head. It was like, well, I mean, you didn't know if he was a threat, so, I mean, fucking, he's dead. Like, not knowing if he had, like, a the whole family to take care of. So, <laughs> it's just crazy, and um, I think they did a great job with the monsters, and they look fucking perfect, creepy, scary, like, it's such a good fucking movie. Now, this is going to be heavy spoilers if you're listening thus far. The ending of this movie, I remember watching it in theaters and going like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, get kind of getting, I was fucked up from that ending, and it, it was such a... But this is why I love this movie, because it's so predictable, right? In these types of movies, this, the scenarios where it's like, oh, they're just in time, they got saved, or, oh, they all died, and it was, you know, it was the effort, it was the journey. But this one, dude, this ending fucked me up so much, because it's, but it was so good, though, and, and, and that's why, you know, you go to go see movies, because you don't want to see the obvious shit, do the ending... I'm gonna. I'll tell you, tell you the ending. If you haven't seen The Mist, 
fast forward about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, because I'm, I'm going to explain the ending real quick. Stop this and go watch it. It's fucking incredible. They, it's, uh, was it one, two, three, four? Yeah, it's five people, including a child, that get away out of this grocery store. They get in the car and they're starting to drive. And they're driving to go to see how far the mist lasts to see if they can, you know, as far as the gas will take them, they'll see how far they can go. So they go in the car and they have a gun with them, you know, from for protection. And the gas stops. They stop, dude. And it's like, they're like, fuck, well, we can't get out of this car because then we're fucked. So they have the idea. This is not, this is fucking true as shit. They have the idea to kill themselves with this gun, including a child, okay? Because they think death, and I mean, obviously in that kind of scenario, like, they think death is the best way to go. I guess it's your own hand. I'm like, fucking, I don't know, try first, and then if you die trying, at least that's the effort. Like, God. Uh, And then, dude, the guy the lead kills everybody in the car, including his son. Cause he just has enough bullets to do it. And he's so distraught from doing it. He gets out of the car and he like, he cries, he moans out loud, just hoping, I guess for something to come up to him or to kill him. And he's got the gun to his head. And then all of a sudden he sees and he hears army trucks coming and he sees it and he sees people on these army trucks and you know they're just they're killing the monsters as best they can they're like destroying it and he's just like dude you're left like what the fuck because if they had just waited like literally five minutes they would have been saved not even five because at the point where he did it and then when they came it seemed like a minute oh it's so fucked dude but that movie's so fucking good i love that stuff dude and it got me thinking too i keep seeing these reports and and um uh, on these posts that I follow on these pages on Instagram where scientists are are always kind of like fucking with shit man and I'm like dude I swear to god like I understand science is about exploring the the what else right the what's going on out there but dude I swear to god if these motherfuckers open a portal dude I'm coming I'm not even worrying about the monsters dude I'm going straight for these motherfuckers it's like we don't need it dude we're good like Look, if there is a multiverse, if there are multiple universes, how do we know they're just like us? You know, they're, what if there is a universe where it is these monsters and they're living in their own, like, that's their dinosaur era. You know what I mean? Like, that's their dinosaur era. And maybe, you know, some sort of civilized civilization hasn't came across yet. And so they just have monsters. They're like, Imagine if scientists in another universe open a door and we're going through our Jurassic period and they're like, oh my God, this place is just filled with monsters. And it's like, well, yeah, but you know, give it some time and we'll fucking, you know, I'll fucking throw you a Frisbee or something later. But it's, I don't know. It just seems, it just seems to be like, like, what did I read, man? Like, hold on. I got to find it. Cause it was, I made a comment on it. Cause I was like, well, you know, here goes the fucking multiverse saga. Because it was something like uh, uh, scientists had using a laser, they were able to. Uh, I, I hope I don't get it wrong. I don't even know where I fucking saw it. That's the other thing. Um, I follow so many so many pages that I'm not about a hundred percent sure on uh, where I saw it originally, but scientists were using lasers of some sort to I want to say like peek into like peek into the to another universe or something let's see if I can't find it in the next like 10 seconds then I gear oh here it goes scientists used the laser to make an extra dimension of time Scientists fired a Fibonacci laser at atoms, which turned into a new type of matter that seemed to phase between two dimensions of time, 
according to Nature Journal and the Live Science. So, whoops. What the fuck are we doing, dude? Like, it's so crazy how we're spending all this money on doing this shit. It's like, hey, like, there's still fucking people dying from hunger in our, in, like, homelessness. Like, I get you want to, like, we're so eager to leave Earth and we're so, uh wanting to know what else is out there that we're like as soon as the scientists like go to get coffee they're like oh this fucking piece of shit homeless guy dying at my feet like but no fuck it i need to find out if there's another dimension of time and space it's like can we put those fucking billions doing that to like people first you know can we but it's so crazy how we're just like oh yeah you just if you're broke you're poor you're poor that's i mean it's all you know it's a choice get yourself up go get a job but it's like can you not for a second try to open a fucking portal to another dimension so that poor guy and or and or well-off guy die the same ugly death? I don't know. I always think, like, we fuck around too much, dude, and one day we're going to find out. And that's what <laughs> I think that the government and the scientists don't know. They've never... They've played it safe their whole life, you know, living in these nice places. They never fucked around and found out. But, dude, they're going to fuck around and find out so quickly doing this shit, man. Like... I know I spoke about turning on that God particle. It's like, dude, do we have to do that, though? Because it seems pretty fucking scary to do. I don't know. But I feel like, can we just... We're good now. Like, just fucking come out with a better iPhone or something. Like, we haven't even done that. It's just like, we always keep improving the camera. Like, fuck, guys, before we go into the multiverse, can we, like, get something better updated with this fucking iPhone, you know? God, can we give homeless people iPhones? I don't know, solve two problems at once. Like, these homeless people were like, fuck, I I mean, I'm homeless still, but this iPhone is fucking way better. You know, (laughs) the previous models, I I have to admit. (laughs) But I don't know, man. Like, those those movies always seem to be like, we we just wanted to, we just wanted to see what else was out there. And we didn't mean for anybody to get hurt. It's like, ugh, dude. It's like, even in, in this fake world of movies, right, in there, in, like, let's say all movies are connected in a way, it's like, yeah, even in your life time of being a fake person in a movie, it's like, you know this doesn't end well, you know fucking around doesn't end well, but, you know, people buy, <laughs> people buy, like, zoo animals as pets, like monkeys and stuff, and they get their fucking skull ripped off, they're like, oh, but it's, oh, it's trained, it's like, bitch it's an animal like it's not a dog like dogs are bred for like specific reasons to be tamed from wolves because wolves would eat their fucking face you can't tame a wolf but they're like no let's make these wolves fuck they'll have other breeds and we'll just you know narrow it down like they're like this trained gorilla or this trained bear like killed people it's like he's not trained dude they don't know training in like that's not a part of their brain you can do it's like I don't know, but here we go, opening up fucking portals and shit, cut the shit, guys, is what I'm saying, you know, usually on this podcast, when I say something is fucking up, it usually comes to an end, you know, marble slab, yelling out the tip, asking me to tip out loud, you know, that went away pretty fast, daylight savings, you know, I mentioned that, that went up for debate now, I think hopefully we're gonna stay on this fucking cut this shit off, and how about let's put a message out there? Stop experimenting with shit. We don't need to experiment, you know? How about let's get homeless people iPhones, like current ones that are fucking cool, and, you know, problem solved, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Every now and again, man, I get into, like, these these rabbit holes on YouTube. I mean, YouTube is a perfect place to get in, to get stuck in a rabbit hole. I mean, there's it's a library of just infinite knowledge but also bullshit it's it's perfect it's great and so you know for a little bit i had to (laughs) this is gonna sound so stupid for a while i was watching these uh i think no i talked about on the last pod i was watching these this youtube video of this guy telling like real you know real uh scary stories from people who's like submit their their uh experiences and do the way that the guy tells the uh story plus the music it fucking it dude 
it gives me adrenaline because I'm I'm such a pussy when it comes to scary stuff that like uh, anything like that like really riles me up. And so I had to chill because I was, dude. After I'd finished watching a couple of videos, I'd be like pumped full of adrenaline just like because I get scared so easily. I'm, I'm a bitch, dude. <laughs> so, uh. And then, you know, do the, the YouTube algorithm will, will just throw a video at you and you're like, ah, what is this? And you're like, okay, I'll watch it. And now, dude, I'm on this new thing where I'm watching uh, basically this guy. And I don't know how he ties into law. Like, I don't know if he's a lawyer. I'm pretty sure he's something. But he's very knowledgeable. You, don't, you never see the guy. You just hear his voice and you watch these videos of cop uh, dashboard cameras or body cams Uh and you watch the footage of how a cop interacts with, like, a pedestrian or whatever. And this guy kind of narrates, like, at each moment what the cop says is wrong or what the person says is wrong. He kind of goes back and forth. Now, these videos tend to lean more on the rights of the pedestrian and how cops kind of don't really know the law full through. Like, they're... A lot of these videos, there's there some cops who are, like, respectable and are, like, okay, yeah, you have that. Like, they kind of know that they people have <laughs> rights. Dude, and there's just some that are, like, bullshitting and making it up as they go. Because you could tell now a lot more people are educated on their rights as, like, you know, as you're driving in a car about searching your vehicle, about asking you questions. Like, a lot of people are getting a lot more knowledgeable about this. So, but you could tell... A lot of these cops kind of run off, at least at least what I assume, they run off the idea of like, I'm a cop, you listen to what I say, and that's it. Guys who have been on the force like 20 years, maybe 10 years plus, right? They're like over it shit. What I didn't know either too, dude, it seems like it's fucking very easy to get a cop fired for like violating your rights. It's insane. But it seems very easy because most of the cops of these videos did get arrested because of violating people's rights. Like, so... You know, there's multiple encounters on this page. And a lot of the times, dude, it really is cops just saying like, no, you have to listen to what I say. And then people will be like, well, no, I don't because, you know, you haven't told me what you're pulling me over for. You're trying to find out who I am. I haven't broken a law. What law have I broken? And a lot of these cops are just like, like some of them have actually said in the videos, like your rights don't matter or you're going to listen to me or that's it. You know, just a bunch of shit that like your parents would spout out when you were a kid. Like you have to listen to me because I'm the parent. Like with no explanation to be like, well, that's kind of like explain to me why I got to listen to you, you know? And so, uh, you know, I watch these videos and I'm like, man, like these motherfuckers do not give a shit. Like, and they'll, they'll get called on their shit when they have to go to court to fight a ticket and it's like, you know, know the law better or whatever. Like, that, I mean, you technically have to represent the law. So you should know the law fucking better than anybody we know, you know, and even more than any normal person. And so I'll watch these videos and dude, sometimes the cops are just like fucking oblivious. I'm like, look, this is not a, a downplay on cops at all. I'm, I'm, I get that that job is fucking hard. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that like it is stressful. It is like high risk. It's you know, it's all the shit you don't want it to be in a job. And then you have to come across people who are like, they, they respond to you like children. And it's like, fuck man, like fuck this. So I get it. Like you can have a bunch of bad days. I, I feel like I'm knowing nothing. I don't know what a good day as being a cop is. I feel like every day you're like, I could fucking die today, you know? And that's a possibility in any situation you go to, whether it's a, a vehicle, like a, a traffic stop or a, a visit to a home. Like it's, all over the place, dude. It's fucking crazy. So I get that like they are frustrated when people come at them about their rights, not necessarily about their rights, but like when they're the way people respond to them with like, I uh, just seen a lot of like annoying shit. And then you know what? Fuck these people. Let me just say this. Fuck these people. I see videos like this and there's a couple of videos of people like filming and taking photos of like a building and then the people that own the building come out to these people and be like, hey, can you not do that? Because that's kind of creepy and, like, we don't know what you're doing. And then these fuckers go like, it's my, I, can, I have the right. I can do this. I can do this. It's my right. Uh, I, there's nothing in the book, in the law, that says I can't do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take these photos. I'm going to take these videos for no fucking reason. Take these back home and fucking fuck a watermelon to these photos because I, I, this is legal. I'm legal. You know? And it's like, shut the fuck up. 
Go home. What are you doing taking photos of buildings? I'll tell you what, right now, there's, I'll tell you right fucking now. You go on any phone I've ever had, go back in the history. I don't have one fucking photo of a building. Don't care. Don't want it. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't care. I'll look it up if I, where was that place? Where is that? Oh, just Google it. You know, these people are like fucking taking complete fucking panoramic photos of buildings. And it's like, what what are you doing? Right. And so fuck those people out the gate. Like people who just pull up on cameras and are just filming shit. Like you're sus, dude. You're so sus. By the way, while this is filming, there's some nice rain going down. Uh, A little thunder in the background. God, this is the most relaxing pod right now. So, so yeah, fuck those people out the gate. I don't give a shit. There's no reason you should be out there filming and photographing buildings. That's fucking weird as shit, man. Go home. Like, do have another hobby. Do another thing. You know, anything else. As long as it doesn't hurt or put any people in danger. So, anyways, fuck those people. When the cops had to deal with those people, I'm kind of on the cop side. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I get it, but like these people don't want you here because you're being weird, bro. You're being weird, okay? And people don't like weird. People don't like fucking sus, okay? Just go home. But of course, these people like. Where does it say in the Constitution that my I can't take photos of a building? You know, like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, dude, wanted me taking photos of buildings free from free from scrutiny, okay? It's like fuck those people. I don't know. Anyways. But, dude, I, I'm so obsessed and, like, I get like this just for, like, a moment. And then I'll completely dump this off till until another type of video interests me. But what's interesting is, like, there are so many laws that the cops have to follow. I mean, there's so many rulings in court, whether they went to Supreme Court or, like, state, uh, in, uh, state to, to even local where, like, a lot of new laws were set up. Uh, that can be used in court to put in favor of, you know, the driver or the pedestrian or whatever the case is. Because all these mainly are just uh, people driving. So anyways, I, uh, I I watch this thing and I'm like, dude, how can you keep track of all these laws that, first off, the cops have to do uh, that to, to remind. And then, I mean, fucking shout out to the people who even know any of these laws and who can pull them up in front of the cops. But... Like, yeah, I don't know, dude, it's, it's, it's my newest thing, and I just, I, sometimes it can be on both sides, where you're like, oh, I'm on the cop side on this, or I'm on the fucking, you know, obviously the pedestrians, it's just like, when, when somebody loses their cool, you instantly, um, like, you instantly lose, I feel like, you always have to keep your cool, and sometimes on both sides, it's like, like, there were some times in these videos where drivers were, like, already charging at the cops when it comes, like, vote, like, vocally you know like and it's like okay look i i've been pulled over and i've talked to the cop before and i've been like hey you know what what happened what's going on and you know he they've told me and i'm like oh okay well you know i won't give an excuse i've dude i'm trying this new thing that i've been trying for a while and it's like just don't be a piece of shit and don't lie i got pulled over one time for speeding and i told the cop this is the honest truth i was uh, on the um i was at this i was working at a place where I'd never really been before, so, um, and I got pulled over for doing 60, or no, 65 and a 60, or whatever, he pulls me over, this is like a county, this is like more of the outskirts of my city, cop goes, yeah, you were speeding, you were doing 65 and a 60, I said, oh, okay, I was like, well, you know, uh, because I told him, I think he asked, he goes, do you know how fast you were going, I was like, I think I was going 60, cop goes, yeah, that's right, and he's like, you were doing 65 and a 60, I was like, oh, you know what, my bad, it's my first time working over here. I I saw. Uh, I saw some signs, but it, they were kind of like, uh, I forgot what it was. No, you know what? I think I was doing fifty five in a thirty five. But he pulled me over, and I said, uh, "No, the the because there's a school there." I was like, "No, the the lights weren't on." And I guess they had just turned as I passed it, or something. It was something like that. So, anyways, I told him the truth. I said, look, man, I'm, I apologize. I uh, didn't know I was going that fast, and I didn't know, you know, whatever. He was cool. He didn't give me a ticket, right? Uh, although, you know, I didn't have the insurance of the, my work vehicle, so I had to, like, pull up to a place and give it, give him the the insurance so the ticket could get dismissed. But, yeah, it's crazy, man. I, um, I don't know. Like, and that interaction was fine. I didn't immediately jump down the guy's throat for obviously doing his job, and if I would was going to get the ticket, then I would have to eat that, you know what I mean, like, he was cool, 
I always just assumed to be honest and, and that was it. But I'll also be true and say that, like, cops give me these fucking, like, vibes. Like, look, I have never done anything, like, like eh, illegal to the sense of, like, to hurt anybody, right? Or, like, to intentionally, like, do wrong. But I've, uh... Cops make me feel like I have drugs on me no matter what, dude. When I see a cop on the road, I'm like, fuck, dude, like... It's just this... And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have that feeling too, but it's just this eerie feeling of like, fuck, man. Like, and especially when they pass you and you're hoping for for not a turnaround because, dude, when, when that turnaround hits, it's like, god damn it, man. But either way, you know, it, it's neither here nor there. Like, I never really... Cops never really... I don't know. My experience with cops has never been like, oh, they helped me with this thing. Every interaction I've had with the police has either been to like it's just been like i don't know it's just not what i think a cop's job would be you know i remember one time a car that i was in got broken into i went to go see a movie when i came out the car was broken into it wasn't my car and the cop came <laughs> dude he was an older cop and dude and he's just telling us like there's no hope in finding who did this this is pointless. <laughs> like, essentially, was telling me it was pointless to even call because there's no way they're gonna find the people who did this. He goes, "If you want, I can take fingerprints." He's all, but they're most likely be yours. I said, "Yeah, take fingerprints, man, because on the off chance that you don't find ours, maybe you'll find the person who did this." You know, like in my mind, what's funny is he, when he was uh, brushing for fingerprints on the car. Uh, some people were like on looking and like he snapped on them, dude, out of nowhere. This guy was an older cop, just very like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he saw people looking, he's like, what's up? Did your car get broken into? Like, and then, and then they were like, oh shit. And they kept on moving. Like, you know, and, and the guy, he kept pulling fingerprints off, pulling. And he's all like, he's like, yeah, these might be yours, but, uh, we'll test them. And I was just like, cool. Thanks, man. And then nothing else. And then just, he was like, uh, you might want to brush the glass off your seat. And I was like, thanks, man. Because I was going to sit down on a little, all these little tiny pieces of glass to hopefully shred my ass up, dude. Thank you for that advice. You know, like, that's what cops are for. Hey, man, don't sit on glass that your car just recently got broken into, okay? Sweep that off. It's like, I don't know. Anyways. I get it. Cops jobs are hard. This is not an anti-cop fucking talk. I'm just saying these videos I'm watching. It's good to know that like what your rights are really as like as an American person. You know what I mean? Like driving. So it's cool. But this gave me a small idea for an app idea. So I'm going to say it on here. If you've already seen it on Shark Tank or if you see this shit later, you know they got this shit from here. I'm saying because I've never heard of anything like this before, but I'm also... Not that smart and I really don't want to look up if it's been invented before, but check this out. You know you can FaceTime and get online with doctors. You can have a visit uh, online with a doctor and they'll say like, uh, oh, you know, you, you just tell them your, your symptoms. I have scratchy throat, fever, this, that. The doctor's like, okay, I think you have this. I'm going to write you a prescription for that. It's for like lesser you know, uh, uh, sicknesses, you know, obviously if you have something crazy, uh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to just do an online doctor. You want to go to the actual doctor. So anyways, I had an idea where you could have like a pocket lawyer, dude, like for only for like traffic stops and smaller violations of things, right? Now, there's probably like some legal shit all across the board of this, but imagine you get pulled over, cop is there, you pull out your phone, it's like, okay, well, for this traffic stop, I'm gonna have my lawyer FaceTime on FaceTime to, uh, you know, let me know what I can and cannot do. And uh, so when the traffic happens, you know, everybody is, everybody is there and, and, and for a smooth, for a smooth uh, uh, traffic stop or, or whatever they're going through. So I just think it's a great idea. So if, the, if you know, I, and I get it, a lot of things want, might not work on this, but it'd be fucking cool if they could somehow work out the kinks on that and be like, you know, the guy, the driver's not being disrespectful because the lawyer that he pays a monthly fee for is there being like, 
no, okay, uh, you can answer that question, go ahead, or like, do not answer that question, or, and then yada, 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 you know what I'm saying, like, look, it's just an idea, it's probably not even a real thing, or even capable of being a real thing, but wouldn't that be fucking cool, in small instances where, like, you don't know your rights that well, you can pull up your lawyer, your, your pocket lawyer, and he's just like, all right, this is what you do, this is, you know, or I'll be talking for my client from here on, and, and then, boom, everything is moved, and then, like, okay, sure, the cop's gonna give you a ticket, right, but then you go, oh, and then your lawyer just gives you advice, or whatever, or maybe they pass you off to, like, an actual person, like, okay, we're gonna send your case to this people, and then we'll get your ticket dismissed, and, well, we have the video recording of the stop, of the talk, and everything, so we know what was said and what was done, so, that's all I'm saying, that would be pretty cool as well, I mean, we're getting this far in technology, might as well add another little a helpful thing, you know, that'd be pretty cool, but anyways, man, that's it for me for this week, I appreciate you guys, I was so glad to get a pod out this week, because I'm moving, I was worried that I might not be able to do so, but I'm glad I got one out, uh, again, if wherever you listen, dude, if you can like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, tell a friend, to be like, hey, this dude, Jarano, pretty good podcast, it kind of sucks in the beginning, but wait, he gets to episode 60, that shit turns a corner, all right, whatever you gotta do, anyways, I appreciate you guys for listening. I'll see you next week.